Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Burgundy Zone. This is the week two reaction pod to the game on Sunday. I am your host, Kyle, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Michael Hall. What's up? And Michael Reed. Yo, what's up to all the fellow Germans out there? <laughs> it, it's not a good day today, is it? Uh, the Washington football team lose 30-15. to 15. It's been a... Somber has been a kind of a frustrating day for me in particular, you know, especially yesterday was uh, watching that game. But let's let's break this down. I don't think we can look at this game in a vacuum. I think that we have to look at this step by step and try to break down the thought process going along here. So let's speed up to the first part of the game. Washington football team go down seven to zero. They get the pick. Landon Collins gets the pick. And then all of a sudden, what ha- what's your thought process to Hall with the fumble? Uh, who fumbled? Steve Sims, right? No, no, that Dwayne, was not Dwayne, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Sheriff got yeah, beat. Sheriff in got butt ran. Yeah, in the red zone. Um, well, obviously I was disappointed because I figured after that horrible opening drive start to the game by the defense, and I mean I wouldn't even call it that horrible, but I mean the touchdown pass obviously was like horrible, horrible coverage, horrible communication. Kind of reminded me of last year with Josh Norman, like, uh, what, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, obviously Landon Collins came back, made up for it with the pick, made a yeah, great break on the ball. It was watching Kyler's eye, made a great break on the ball. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, okay, okay. Offense can uh, get some things going on here. This might be an actual good game. It's not going to be a blowout like Lefko said, lose by 30. And they yeah, so we, we were all wrong, by the way. We were all still so, wrong, by the way. We were all so concerned about that, too. We were like, dude, Lefko's going to be right. This is going to be insane. We gave Lefko so much crap during the week, and he's going to end up being right. And it's not even true. It's not even true. But, yeah, long story short, I was highly disappointed. Obviously, the sheriff is supposed to be our best lineman. Uh, I would say he's the captain of the line, him or Moses, but I would go with sheriff just because he's a better player, in my opinion. For him to get beat like that, like like badly beat like that, was kind of alarming. But, I mean, obviously, everyone gets beat in NFL. You're going to face guys that are better than you or the same. But for Dwayne to fumble the ball, I'm not going to put the blame on him. I know people were mm-hmm. like, how did Dwayne fumble that? Come on, blah, blah, blah. This quarterback sucks. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's... He, got, he got jammed while he got smashed by two. That was a good play by the D-lineman. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, it was disappointing. And obviously from there, just kind of snowballed. But, yeah, it was disappointing. And I wish they would have at least came away with a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming away pissed off, man. It just, <laughs> I just – I hated the entire game the way through. I felt like – you know, I, as much as crap as I want to give the defense, you know, they were on the field for so long. They, they can't contain uh, Kyler for that much time that they were on the field for. And what sucks is that they went against the very potent offense. But when you look at a football game, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be able to score points and be able to stop their offense. And neither happened yesterday. What was your reaction, Reed? Uh, that was just a perfect opportunity, and we shot ourselves in the foot. And that's always kind of been the story with – Washington, but that if you if they score there, even if they just get a field goal, I think that it's a completely different game. The defense did their part. Yes, they gave up a touchdown on the opening drive, but then they come back and they force a turnover and they give the offense field position to where you're guaranteed to score pretty much as long as you don't turn the ball over. And what happened? They turned the ball over. And it's <clears throat> frustrating. 
frustrating because I really do think that if they would have gotten any points on the board in that situation, yeah, it, it would have been different. But yeah, like I said, that what that one was not Dwayne's fault. I, I mean, and that's just, I mean, Sheriff as good as he is, every once in a while, man, a, a player just gets beat. He just got abused there. It, it, that happens, and we turn the ball over, and that's something Ron Rivera talked about. He said we were playing two teams during that game. We're playing the Cardinals, and we're playing ourselves, and. Mm. It's a young team, that, and they kept shooting themselves in the foot, and, and hopefully they can kind of use that as a learning experience and, and they can switch some things up and, and not have that happen again because that was just – that was abysmal. The first half, first three quarters were just – it was pathetic, especially on the offensive end. Yeah, look. Just couldn't get anything going. I was on Haskins all morning long. You know, I was on him all morning long on Twitter. I was going hard after him under false pretenses because I actually heard – what Ron Rivera said in his press conference, I'm glad he actually elaborated on it because he said oh, they had a scheme coming in, they had an idea, a plan coming in that they were going to use some of the running backs in extra protection. So the reason why Dwayne couldn't hit those checkdowns a lot of the time is because they were chipping uh, or helping in protection some sort of a matter. But the fact is, Dwayne still was missing those and was inaccurate with the football. He finishes the day 19 of 33 for 223 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Four sacks on the day. He was under pressure all day long. And look, I know you're going to tell me the stat about the 2.22 average seconds that he was able to to have a decision. But I feel like this is just one of those things. It's like a snowball effect of two games in a row of the of the offense and this team being down three scores early on so where that a good defensive line like Philadelphia and Arizona with Chandler Jones can pin their ears back for three quarters and be able to go after Dwayne Haskins. I think that number is always going to be short when you put yourself in that kind of situation. And two games back-to-back is why I feel that number is so low. I feel like the the line is better than they are. I feel like once the offense gets more balanced, that's when we'll see it. I I think that when you just have a left side of the line that it's not competent NFL starters, especially, and you can't run the ball, then I think that it's going to happen. And look, obviously a lot of the fault is on Dwayne. <clears throat> with a lot of that he's got to play better man like, like we talked about he was just so inaccurate he was getting jittery he was getting happy feet which was he wasn't setting his feet which was forcing a lot of his throws to be off and he's somebody who he's like we talked about he's so young and, and he has he's so inexperienced and in that he only started one season at Ohio State he only started he started less than half of the year last year and or I'm sorry he started just about half of the year last year and he's played two games without a preseason so far this year he's still young he's still raw but you don't want to see him kind of develop into this Patrick Ramsey-esque David Carr who's just so used to getting pummeled that all of a sudden they're jittery and they're missing throws constantly and they're look, not the quarterback that look, they can be. We need to get your, we need to get Dwayne to hit some checkdowns, get him in a rhythm, get a running game going, and make people drop back a little bit so we can have some space to throw the ball. Look, I'm all about potential, and I'm all about making sure that he's upright and everything like that. But I sat here and watched Donovan McNabb throw eight-yard hitch routes into the ground, and all I could do for an excuse was to say that he was old. I don't have an excuse for Dwayne. Look, I think that you can be really good. I think you could be a great professional. But what you're putting on the field right now is not professional quality. I, 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 I also think, though, that, that you were – maybe a little bit too high on Dwayne coming into this season. You got to be realistic. Um, no, with it, I man. thought that he, I, he had to do what Alex Smith did. And that was, 
hit your right. checkdowns. And that because and that's what was... we talked about. It's so funny that because last week we we're like, well, he he did that, and we told you, Dwayne, you don't have to put up these big numbers. Right. All you got to do is hit your checkdowns, and we'll win. This week he didn't do either of them. He right. fucking he didn't put up big numbers and he didn't hit his checkdowns. Well, if, if you're not going to, we lost. Yeah, if you're not going to push the ball downfield, you have to at least hit your checkdowns. Give your exactly. offensive line and a valve. Wasn't. And that's where I'm like, what, what the performance he gave you? Yes, I think everyone. I don't even want to give the game beers. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I, if yeah. you guys, if you <laughs> no, guys want Terry McLaurin, I mean Terry, Terry McLaurin, yeah, yeah man. you could probably give one to Chase, but outside of those two, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's about yeah, it. I mean, you, you give him one to Trust Way. I mean, Trust Way out there probing hey, up again. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought Trust was hurt that first punt yeah, that he had. Oh, when yeah. He got up shaken. And I, actually, I, I also, was, I also think he was trying to like kind of play the referee. He was trying to like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, look yeah. at me. They they really hurt hurt me, man. Like, yeah, ah, yeah. So. yeah. that but was look, just Trust I, being the best player on the team. I, I know. So like that being said, I've been hard on Dwayne today. Just been overall reaction, just because I just felt like that. I just you know the whole situation altogether. I had an issue with the whole 15th overall, but that's not his fault. He didn't pick no, where he right, was drafted right. at. It's not his fault. He's just trying to do well, and this is where he is, everybody. Look, I, I didn't have far expectations for him. I just thought that you at least do your best Alex Smith impersonation and just get the ball to check downs, take care of the football, which Dwayne did except for the fumble. It's not his fault. He took care of the, the ball. Steve Sims, though. Yeah. Another fumble. Yeah. He bobbles the right. punts a lot. That has to be something that, to sure up because they, that was a huge swing. They need to uh, activate, or at least not, I don't even know. He might, he probably is activated, but they need to put Isaiah right back there because clearly, yeah, these, yeah, Steve Sims just needs to like be in the slot, stick to being the slot guy, and just like focus on that because even in the slot, he's kind of like not impressing me like as the way much that I as thought he as would. much as I love Steven Sims and I do, he's a big play waiting to happen. But even even on passes, I mean, there was a catch yesterday today that he bobbled and it hit him right in stride exactly. and he still caught it yeah but it's just like come on man and i know that was like i know that was like a kind of a knock of him coming out of kansas probably right, right. one of the reasons why he went undrafted yeah. but at the end of the day it's like bro you're in the nfl and you're a starting wide receiver your job right, is yeah. to catch the ball catch yeah. the ball so i mean that's where i'm kind of at with it and like i said i'm not gonna put the uh the um What's the dude last year that we had? The white dude, Troy Quinn. I'm not going to put the Troy Quinn label on him that, right. oh, he's just killing it in training camp and he's going to be the next like big slot guy because I didn't really think that he was going to be the next big slot guy. I definitely thought he would be a great safety valve and a great weapon for Dwayne. And yeah. two weeks into the season right now, he has under-impressed me like shit. Yeah, look. That, that being said, also – the whole team has, the whole offense has. Look, I mean, and right. all this comes down to, like, we can sit here and blame X, Y, and Z, everything under the sun. What matters here is that they get put into a hole early and often, and yeah. they have to claw themselves back. And this offense in particular, because they're so young, they, they don't do have that. an offseason, they need the balance. And especially right. this offensive line. And, look, I understand we're all clamoring out there going out to Jaron Christian because, look, he, he got beat pretty badly. But that being said, Chandler Jones didn't have a sack, by the way. He just had a fumble recovery. Everything's getting thrown right. under the sun a little bit. I think Jaron Critch is taking too that much. That was play. also by design, though, right. them making sure that they were constantly watching Chandler Jones. Right. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. I mean, a majority of the time he was lined up on Dwayne's blind side. Chandler Jones did hold his own. It's just even without a sack, still those those quarterback pressures those just pressures hurting him. That, that gets to him. Yeah. Still yeah, gets yeah. To I mean, look, he's definitely he, – he held his own against Chandler Jones and right. the rest of that line yeah. as far as, like, not giving up a sack. But like you just said, if you really, like, watched it, that man, him and Wes Martin were getting blown off the ball. Right, right. but what I'm saying Almost is – every single play. But what I'm saying is it's just like the defense with Kyler Murray. The more they're on the field, the more susceptible to being beat. 
is yeah, my that, thought process. Right. And yeah. that's why I'm kind of sitting here saying we need to be able to establish a run because, look, yes. J.D. McKissick, eight carries, 53 yards, averaged six, uh, 6.6 yards per carry. He had the longest run of the day for the team with 13. Right. Antonio Gibson, his first touchdown of the season, thankfully and, to him, with 13 carries yeah. and 55 yards. And you, you know what sucks is a lot of it is we get down so early that they have to almost completely right. abandon the running game. Right. And you can't have that. You have to establish – and that's early. what Dwayne needs. And that's what they need to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's just the type of quarterback that he is right now. That might be the quarterback that he is forever. Who knows? But we we need to be able to establish the run because right now the only person that defenses are scared of is Terry McLaurin. And Terry McLaurin is the only proven person so far on this offense that's a playmaker. So they're, they're just going to kind of key in on him. Luckily, yesterday it didn't matter because he was still breaking Patrick Peterson's ankles in that yeah. fourth quarter. He was <laughs> – Ramming him, yeah, <laughs> and he played fantastic. I mean, but uh, breaking his ankles the whole game, it's just he was, couldn't yeah. get him the ball. Oh, yeah, one thing I do think that is not being that's not being talked about enough. One thing that Dwayne has to correct from here on out. When he is escaping pressure, is keeping his eyes downfield. Last yes, yesterday, yeah, he was 100%. ducking and running a lot, and it caused mm-hmm. more pressure and more issues, in my opinion. I, that's just something I saw. Also, yeah, no, you're. No, go ahead. No, no, you're good. I'm, no, I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, also, this whole offseason, everyone that was like the training camp was talking about how the running backs are going to be used in the passing game. They're going to yep. be so versatile. We're two weeks – I know there's still 14 games left. We're two weeks into this season, and that, I've not seen any type of versatility in the that's, offense that's, whatsoever. That's, where, that's, it goes, yeah. that's where it goes to my check going to the checkdowns, getting the ball right. to the running backs. you letting them get the ball out in space, Dwayne, because all the and, greats do it. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, right. they'll hit their dump-offs all day. Alex Smith, they'll hit their yeah. dump-offs all day long and reap the benefits of it. Right. Why is Dwayne not hitting those is blowing my and, mind because it's the one thing that can help him. Uh, yeah, they're so talented pass catching backs. And what does Antonio Gibson only have one catch this year? One or two catches so far this year? Yeah, it's like a like screen. It's that. Yeah, yeah and it's a, it's a screen. Like and JD McKissick, I know he was used okay in in the first game. I mean, that's my primarily why he was on the field was to catch the ball. But you got to utilize the, those are, those guys and Terry McLaurin are, are going to help you out. Logan Thomas in the red zone. I know I had some issues with Logan Thomas yesterday with his drops. Granted, we do know that the one diving one. That was just that should have been accurate. There's really no excuse for that, Dwayne. But it, I mean, until Logan Thomas can really establish himself, those are really going to be your big play threats. So you you got to utilize them. You got to get yeah. them the ball. He's got to get a float. You gotta get, he's got to get, 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 get playmakers. He's got to get separation too, man. Like yeah. Logan Thomas yeah. has. Well, the, remember, probably the worst separation as a tight end I've seen in a long rem- time. Remember, <laughs> we we remember we knew that coming in that he wasn't kind of a separator. What he was using his length and ability to Which catch. Which it's weird too because he's very yeah. he's athletic. That's yeah, what I was like, gonna say. Right. But for he's someone to be so athletic, it's kind of just like right. you would think he would be. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean as far as like right. for someone that's so athletic, it's like really disappointing that he's just like draped by yeah. safeties and tight ends, right? Constantly linebackers <laughs> constantly. Somebody that we. Somebody that we talked about a little bit earlier in the group chat, though, that's impressive. How about Cameron Curl? Cameron yeah, yeah. Curl has, has been fantastic. Well, and in the play look, of the day, I thought was Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Sorry, I have to give out a shout-out to Kevin Pierre-Lewis. That dude yeah, balled yeah. out 15 tackles, 10, so- 10 solo, and one for loss. That one play he had, it was the third and two, fourth and two, where he goes out to the flat and tackles uh, Chase Edmonds yeah, behind the line yep. of scrimmage. Right. Absolutely beautiful pursuit by him. Right. And one thing I will say, can we get 
Troy Apke out of there and just because it's 2020 and white people should not Dude. be defensive backs. Okay, Mike, Mike, you're a former DB, right? Mike, you're a former DB, right? Yeah, yeah. You're I a am. former DB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so when you when you have a, a player, especially come to slide, you're playing safety and you saw the positioning he was in, right? He was kind of squatted facing yeah. the sideline on that play. When did he start running north? It wasn't until Kirk Dog, it, was it literally was, matched with him. I was going to say, it was like literally he waited till the receiver got on top of him, yeah. like on him, and decided to be like, oh, he's going to run past me. Right. Let me chase after him. It's like, what, what are you, you doing? Ah, what are you watching? You know what I think is so funny about Troy Apke is in practice, Troy Apke will nearly injure Terry McLaurin for coming over the middle, yet he can't take an angle or make a tackle to save his life in the regular season. Also, but he'll knock his own teammates the fuck out. I'm also, Sean Davis had to be horribly bad in the offseason in the training camp. For them to keep Troy Apke on the field over him, like, what? Uh, one God. thing we had to take into consideration, because this was a thing during football, there were guys who looked good during two days and stuff because they oh, knew course, what the other team was doing. Yeah, right. So yeah. there's an argument that could be made. Maybe Troy Apke was one of those guys this offseason. Yeah. You know, that, that could be said, and that's unfortunate. But look, I'll give benefit to Troy Apke. <laughs> Hopefully, he stops falling asleep back there, and he starts yeah. waking up because these nah. teams are catching him napping. He's, he, he can, he's he got... Can, no, he's got say, all the tools. He's, he's got the speed. He, he can be a deep center fielder if he wants to. Right. But nah. I just... That man needs to go to the bench and take a game or two off and, like, think to himself, think what he's been well, doing. What he needs to do is, is he needs to get a skin of plastic. <laughs> he needs to change his color because this white thing isn't working out. Bro. I think once Kendall Fuller gets back also, I think I have, no, I have no problem going with Fabian Monroe, Darby, or and Jimmy Moreland. And Moreland, whatever At combination corner, you want. And putting and put, put Fuller, Fuller back there. safety and, or, or a hybrid role. Yeah, exactly. And have Apke hey. go right back to special teams where he belongs. And Ronald, <laughs> and Ronald, Ronald Darby, dude, have you never played baseball? That thing dude. was a fly ball that Christian Kirk passed. Look, it was a beautiful ball yeah. and an amazing catch by Christian, uh, Christian Kirk. But Darby was in a perfect position just to be able to get a hand on it. What? Yeah. How many times did you see Darby <laughs> on the Eagles last year in perfect position and getting mossed and just – on top of the on bottom of the receiver, like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> what is going on? I said it yesterday. Like, I, I just thought it was like an Eagles thing. Maybe he had like a down year. No, that dude's no. ball skills are horrible. Well, <laughs> and this is the thing. Remind me if we ever play a pickup basketball game with Troy. I'm sorry, with uh, with Ronald Darby. Remind me to never have him get a rebound because that guy will never ever jump up with anybody. Right, he's just getting dominated out right. there in these it's, jump it, balls, especially by someone like Christian Kirk size. He's like the same size as Kyler Murray. Like, right, you let someone like that out jump you. Like, come on, man. Right? right, and then and then the the white on white crime where Andy Isabella burned Troy Apke down the center of the field. Nobody's talking about that, but they'll bring up these other statistics. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, Kyler Murray, as much as we want to talk about, He's maybe so good. the defense so let good. him do whatever he wanted. They were on the field for way too much, and, yeah. and they broke at some point. They gave us an opportunity in the beginning. That's all you could ask for. I was going to say, if you look at the vac the defense in a vacuum, they actually played fairly well. It they was did. just the right. offense was could not stand any sustain any drives, <clears throat> turning the ball over and putting them in horrible field positions. So it was a perfect storm. It's kind of what also, we did to the Eagles last week. Just yeah, horrible right. field position and, on their end. And I think it, it's it's two extremes. One, I think that the Eagles are just really, really bad this year, <laughs> which is awesome for us. But I also think that the Cardinals are going to be really, really good. The Cardinals, I mean, look at what they did to San Francisco. The yeah. Cardinals are, are a team that they're playing very well. Kyler Murray, for he will 
once or once or twice a game, he'll make some throws like that interception where you're just like, ah, oh, come on, man, you're better than that. But he's still so dangerous. Just watching him accelerate and stop on a dime and utilize his blockers and be patient. He is fun to watch, man. That dude is a monster and he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, he yeah. is. I mean, also, yeah. hey, shout out, shout out to Cliff Kingsbury too, man. He's being a good, he's done a fantastic job calling plays so far for Arizona. Yeah, that's, speaking you, of Kingsbury, that dude was irking my nerves, kept going in on fourth down yesterday. Dude, I was, I was, I was talking I was about like, it, like, just, just rubbing our face in the ground. And you know, he said, yeah. he said, he said that it's because we came back from 17 points down last week, which oh, I understand, no. but. Hey, look, if I was a head coach, I would do it too. I was a head coach, yeah, I would do the just, same thing. It's what, just, if, I, if I was a head, if I was a head coach, I wouldn't even carry a punter on my roster. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Stop it, dude. No, but that's something I really. I wouldn't. I would always go for it. It's something for. I really thought about. It's something I really thought about today. Um, was you know how would we have reacted? I thought about it last week. Like how would we have reacted? The second half didn't go the way it did against Philly. And today we got to see what that would have been like because it was almost mirror images, except there was no comeback. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Oops, Uh-oh. Dad's got to go. I got All right. I, hey, I that's it for us, everybody. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> oh, to, to the reaction pod. Dad's got to go. No, you're good. We're good. We're at 20 minutes anyway. All right, everybody. Okay. We'll right. see you see tomorrow you. night. We're going to be joined by Chip Breer, the voice of the Washington, uh, the beat, the Washington football podcast. So make sure you check that out. He's a great guest. He's going to be with us tomorrow. All right, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Hall. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Washington football. Woo!